0: Oh, hey, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of After Chef the podcast. Uh, it's me, it's Max, and I'm joined all the way from across the continent uh, by Shanika Patterson. Shanika, thank you so much for being on the podcast a second time.
1: Yeah, but you know they wouldn't have known that if you
0: wouldn't have said anything. I know. But, okay. I try to be. I try to be authentic. I try to be transparent. <laughs> I want people to know that. You know, I think that some people out there who watch the show probably still they have a vision of you in their mind as <laughs> as a villain, as a as as somebody who only looks out for Shanika. But I want to set the record straight right now. Shanika and I talked for an hour and a half. And then I completely blew it, and somehow destroyed all of the all of the audio. And she is coming back, donating her time again. And if you're trying to tell me this is a villain, you're out of your minds. Thank you so much.
1: Not an issue. Not an issue.
0: No. Yeah. Uh, just uh, great to have you back. Uh, the uh, uh, how do you feel? Do you, when you think about the way that you were represented? Um, do you feel like? it was that it was an honest representation of who you are or do you feel like it was an exaggeration
1: well okay we all we, we're who we are and we gave them that content to use so i mean that is part of me but i mean i have another part as well that you know they probably showed at the end um so yeah i, I don't think they over exaggerated it. it just didn't show anything else but that
0: (laughs) right right so it it was like they narrowed in on one part of your personality yeah Mm -hmm.
1: yeah Mm -hmm. because i have levels over here i have levels
0: over here (laughs) yes well what (laughs) what 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 should people know uh, give us some levels what should people know about you that that we that hasn't come across what are some
1: i mean well it came across it came across you know like I think the episode of my elimination that I do put people first and I do care about other people mm-hmm. and you know, I, um, I'm not selfish. It's, I just come off like harsh <laughs> because I don't bite my tongue. That's it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think, um, the definitely your relationship with Bowen. I mean, that would seem to be very caring. You know, it's funny, before we, before we did this here a second time, I was going through, uh, the mm-hmm. MasterChef forums on reddit have you ever have you ever gone oh, to Lord. have you ever gone to reddit for anything
1: no i've gotten a screenshot i, didn't, I don't even okay don't judge me no no i don't even know what that was before i got a screenshot i was like what i think that just means that
0: you're living your life right
1: <laughs> oh okay because i didn't know what it was and then somebody sent me a screenshot and some guy said something and i was just like
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> There's if you want to see some really <laughs> explicit things said about you, just go to Reddit and just Google your name. But it's the <laughs> I would say avoided at all costs. Reddit is just like oh. the, a collection of just uh, you know, uh scum and villainy. is my interpretation. Jenny loves it, but anyways. The ah, oh,
1: okay. I was going through there trying to <laughs> find out to those guys. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I know they don't listen, but uh the I was going through there and there was a common thread about about you. Well, one there was all these people lusting over you. And then two. Oh my god. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then two, there was this uh, you know, this sort of like, oh Shanika is the worst, but then there was this other component of everyone being like every time uh Shanika and Bowen are together, uh I, it makes me like like Shanika more and more. And Oh
1: wow. Yeah,
0: so um, well,
1: that's probably because they got to see a different side of me when I was with Bowen. You know, because Bowen was my friend, you know? And I wasn't <clears throat> as aggressive with him as I, as I was with everybody else. <laughs>
0: so you so, so you do you do uh, rec you, so you self-identify <laughs> as aggressive.
1: I mean, yeah, because you know, they didn't show this part in my audition. But um, I think the G R, that's what I call Gordon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the G R was like, you know, they were subscribing my plating and he was like, you know, it's aggressive like you. <laughs> I was like,
0: okay. Your plating was aggressive. Look at that. I'm
1: aggressive.
0: Look <laughs> at that mean? What is aggressive plating?
1: Um, aggressive, like, you know, like you can tell, like I guess that I took charge. I don't know. If that's <laughs> what I'm assuming it was because I was like, okay <laughs>
0: I'm hoping we can. It was uh, aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I'm hoping we can just uh, take one step back and just talk a little bit more about you and Bowen, and what was it? Because you guys seem like such an odd couple. Uh, what was it that uh, like linked your friendship together? What was that? What was that bond all about? What do you think brought you to together?
1: Okay, well, you know, I tried out to Master uh, several. I a mean, few to several times. And Bowen has tried out a lot, too. So both our personalities, we're, like, people that are confident in what we do. Bowen is an amazing chef. Mm. And, again, I'm confident in who I am. So we went up in there, like, you know, we know what we're doing. We came here to win. And that's it. And we may have rubbed people the wrong way. Now, we weren't friends at that time, but I guess that's one quality that we had. And I used to see Bowen, you know, downstairs. And, you know, um, I think I asked him to to look at his uh, notebook one day because he has a book that he has recipes with pictures, mm. with photos. And then he was kind of a little snappy, like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then something, I don't know what else happened, but I think I gained his trust, and then he opened up a little more, and then we just became, like, the best of friends. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, you know, I'm so sorry, you know, <laughs> for being mean to you in the beginning.
0: <laughs> wow, he warmed but, up. I
1: don't know, we just clicked. Yeah, we just clicked once he
0: let me in. Now, if I if I asked that same question to uh, Caesar, I I suspect that he would say it had something to do with your uh, equal dislike for him.
1: First of all, do you see how that guy is like? What? What? Why does he have to be up in our relationship? I don't even understand where that came from, but. Has nothing to do with him. We just had that in common mm-hmm. after the fact, you know. It was just like, oh, you don't like that guy. What? I don't like him either.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but you know what? Hmm. Going on Caesar, I didn't dislike Caesar until he. Threw me and Bowen in that churro challenge.
0: That's right. The legendary churro episode where everything changed in that episode.
1: You know, because that guy is evil, but it's okay. Nobody notices it, but it's all
0: good. (laughs) That's one thing. One thing I, I, I am still not totally convinced about is the 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 battle that takes place on social media between you and and Caesar, it seems like it's just good-natured, goofing around, but Caesar is convinced it is not good-natured, that it is not goofing around, that there is still real animosity.
1: Okay, wait, let me go back to the beginning on how me and Caesar met, because he doesn't remember, oh, but I do okay. I remember almost everything. <laughs> we were sitting in the lobby, and he just came over, and I don't know what he was saying, I don't remember what he said, but I, he asked me what I thought of him, and I told him, "I was like, I don't trust you." I said, "My mom <laughs> told me." I told him, "I said, my mom told me never to trust a quiet person." I said, "You're sneaky." I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was right because look at what he did.
0: <laughs> that's pretty intense telling somebody straight up that you don't trust them.
1: See, but that's that's who I am. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. And maybe that did brought people the wrong way, but I would prefer somebody was honest with me, don't be faking my face and then talking behind my back. Just say it straight up. Very a great
0: point. Great point. <laughs> Transparency. All about it. Yeah. All about it. Yeah. Uh, so,
1: fast forward now to our relationship when we're on social media.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Yeah, you know, I don't really like them, <laughs> but I do respect them, and we're okay. So, we're on that level of that we can now, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that
0: <laughs> I, I know exactly what you mean the awkward chuck we're,
1: we're okay i don't hate him
0: that's great you know yeah no one should hate anybody yeah. i don't think right
1: yeah i don't hate anybody i just like a few people but i don't
0: hate there you go um i want to ask you about and i i about hashtag the sword you, the
1: sword you guys
0: You get. <laughs> Well, when you're
1: hashtagging, everything has to be to connect it. Mm-hmm. It's actually the S word.
0: Oh, it's the, the S word. word.
1: The S word. Like, you know, oh.
0: the F word. Oh, man. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> See, this is a huge revelation. I have to, I have to tell you, we, we have a fantasy over here in AfterChef podcast land mm-hmm. that when Jenny, for whatever reason, got on her kick about um your you using your ponytail to i think murder people wow well she started using that uh that sound effect all the time the shink and yeah and so (laughs) we were thinking when we see this hashtag the sword we're like oh maybe she doesn't maybe she doesn't realize maybe she's referring to that sound because it's kind of a sword sound we're like oh maybe we maybe we have influenced shanika's social media but no not at all
1: you guys are funny
0: (laughs) we're just Uh, we think too hard about these things
1: it's it's the s word
0: the s word
1: yeah and what is the and
0: what is the s word
1: i mean like sexy Ah. like the f word what does s mean Mm, okay i got you Yeah,
0: Okay. Okay. so everything's sexy. (laughs) thought it might be Shanika. It could be Shanika. It could be the S word. I
1: mean, yeah, it could be Shanika, but it's sexy. There you go. You got to make that food look sexy. It has to taste sexy. It has to feel sexy. Mm -hmm.
0: I think somebody once said, when you uh, look good, you cook good.
1: Oh, yeah. When you look good, you cook good. (laughs) Come on. Come on. Um, you know that's the motto. Yeah. Look at GR. He's out there cooking it up. <laughs> Come on. Look at Aron out there cooking it up. Looking good. Come
0: on. Do you follow Aron on Instagram? I do follow Aron on
1: Instagram. I follow Joe and mm-hmm. I follow the GR, of course.
0: Did you see uh, Aron posted a photo of himself with his shirt off with all of his tattoos? It's insane.
1: Ooh. I saw that.
0: He has like a full like portrait of... I th- I think it might be like, uh, Yo, like Mother he has Mary a mural or something. on his body. Yeah, exactly. It's a
1: freaking mural. It's, that was a lot of tattoos. I was like scared. It's, Whoa, it's, you're the boss. Yeah,
0: it's too. <laughs> it, it's like you could always see them popping through on his hands and stuff, but you had no idea. It's like, yeah, so extreme. Yeah, you
1: don't imagine it's that many. You think it's just the sleeves, but yeah, I was like shocked. Like, wow. No kidding. That's a lot of pain.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jenica, do you have tattoos?
1: Yes, I do. I have uh <laughs> I have those two.
0: Okay, okay. Any any stories behind the tattoos?
1: Um, not necessarily any stories. I just I think I've every tattoo I've gotten, I went through something major in my life mm-hmm. and I was just like, you know what, if I can get this tattoo and go through this, I can get over this. So I think all the tattoos are that. So it's not any real meaning other than that.
0: Well that sounds pretty meaningful. I'm-
1: well, is it? Yeah, but it was cool. never anything I could like point at. It was just a chapter, you know. Mm-hmm. Not like oh, I broke up or anything with someone. It was just a chapter. Like okay, gotcha. This is done. Let's get this, get this pain over with. Ah,
0: <laughs> gotcha. a new person. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Will there be a tattoo to commemorate the end of the Master chapter?
1: Who said it was an end?
0: Oh, great answer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I want to, I want to just to go back to the topic of Reddit. So I whipped through Reddit and I found quite a few outlandish claims by people on Reddit about, about the show in general. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to pose to you some of these things and I would like you to uh, address, address them.
1: Okay. If I can, go ahead.
0: Absolutely. So this is from Reddit. They aren't this is about the all of you guys, all of you uh, competitors. They aren't even cooking. Master Chef is fake.
1: First of all, you know what? I'll let them believe what they want to believe. I know that we cooked our butts off in that kitchen and it was really, really hard. like oh my God, like when you're cooking at home, you're relaxed, chilling. This is like 45 minutes. What? I don't even know what I'm talking yet. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not fake guy or girl, whoever wrote that.
0: Hard to say. Okay, second outrageous claim. Bowen lied about never eating pasta.
1: First of all, whoever that is, they don't know Bowen like that. <laughs> exactly. So they can't call him a liar. And I'm going to leave that at that.
0: Very nice. And third outrageous claim, they made Caesar sleep in a shirt and tie.
1: <laughs> ah, ah, that's funny. Um, You know, I think he did sleep in a shirt and tie, because every time I saw that guy, he looked like that. I was like, yo, we're not even on set, bro. No, so, that was a joke. So that one could be <laughs> that true. That was a joke. He wore t-shirts.
0: <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> um, the uh, uh, we we have to take a moment to talk about the what is maybe the great I would argue is the greatest episode of MasterChef that I have ever seen, and certainly um, might be the most memorable episode of television I've seen in a very long time, which is uh, the Shanika versus Emily Bake Off. What? Dance. Uh, we talked to Emily about it. We talked to Caesar about it. It seemed from, from from Caesar's perspective, being up on the balcony, it was sounded super intense. Just as a somebody watching it live there, I would love for you to to tell us all about what that experience was like. Looking back on it now, what are your thoughts? What are your feelings?
1: Um, it was really intense. Um, there was a lot going on. There was a lot of emotions, you know, that were uh, all over the place. Uh, a lot of things that were said. Um and to be honest with you, mm-hmm. I didn't I hated that challenge up until the finale. Like not the finale that shown, but when we went to film. Mm-hmm. I hated that freaking episode. I, I didn't even want to see it. I hated it. Wow. But um, something happened and I was like, you know what? I beat. What am I tripping for? I won and I won fair and square, mm-hmm. period. Um, but it was the most intense battle I've ever had. Um, was I scared? Hell to the no. I was not <laughs> scared. Um, I knew Emily was the one of the best bakers in the competition. Mm-hmm. But where Emily messed up is that I said I was not the best baker, but that doesn't mean that I couldn't bake. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was really, really focused, and I was just determined. I was just going to make sure that I followed as much as I could remember and just did a good job, you know, and just finished. Um, and whatever happened in the end, you know, the Master Chef God answered, and it happened, mm-hmm. and it happened fair and square. You
0: know? And uh, I believe you. And we, we talked about this, you know, because mm-hmm. we talked about this at length of uh, – when we had our first yeah. interview. But I feel like we have to I wanna give you because I wanna put you on the spot. Because <laughs> of what going around, people think that you may have purposely sabotaged Emily's cake. What do you say to that?
1: People are entitled to their opinions, but the people that know me know that I would never, ever, ever do anything like that. Um, I may come off as a villain on however I'm portrayed on MasterChef, but I would never want to win a competition by cheating or by doing something um, malicious like that. That is just like evil. And even for somebody to say, if I were you, what I would have done, no, sis, I would not have ever even thought to do anything like that.
0: You're, you're, like, you're, you're, referring, you know. you're referring to uh, <laughs> our interview with Emily, where she said, you know, maybe she would have yeah. done it. Yeah.
1: No, I would have never thought like that. I would have never had those intents. I might be argumentative, and it's only because I'm trying to get my point across. But I would never do anything to sabotage anybody. Mm-hmm. That's just evil, you know. So if we want to go into detail about where these errors went um, in this challenge, um, I made a cake before, uh, fourth year cake before. Um, I made an error uh, when I made that cake. Mm-hmm. My uh, cream—I mean, my, my cakes were too hot. When I put the cream on, built it, like a second later, everything collapsed. Right. So I learned from that point there that I knew I couldn't do that. And I'm not sure if they show, it was shown on camera or not, but I put my cake back in the fridge because they felt a little warm. Now, my comp- fellow competitor was, you know, talking to the judges, and I'm not sure if she was paying attention to the time or what she was doing, but I noticed three things that, you know, could have been – Well, no, 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 no. Let me rewind that. That was three things that that made this girl take fall. And they were errors on her part. Three fundamental errors. One, when she changed her ingredient, everybody knows that if you're going to add something, if you're adding a dry ingredient, you know, to a cake mix, you're going to have to subtract the same amount, like in flour, so that it's, you know, the the recipe is even. Mm. That was step one. That wasn't done. Okay. Step two, when those cakes came out of the oven, they were not cool. Three, you're supposed to cut the tips off of the cake. Mm-hmm. She probably was distracted and rushing, and that's just what happened. And due to those errors, I'm not sure what host. her cakes did not turn out the way that they should have and that they could have because that girl is a great baker. Mm-hmm. And everybody thought I was going home. But because of those reasons and because – you know, I guess she wasn't paying attention. You know, you made mistakes, so let me have my win. I wasn't even trying to be rude with her.
0: Mm. It's
1: just like, don't do that. Don't try to take that from me when you know the mistakes that you made. Right. Don't do that.
0: Right. Do you, are, are you surprised that when it came down to it, that she decided to go one on one with you? It seems totally okay, no, illogical.
1: No. no, I'm not. I'm not because the arguments and everything that happened that day, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, come on, like who else? You know, (laughs) I mean, if she had saved herself, she could have, if I had the opportunity, I would not have saved myself. I would have saved other people as well, but I wouldn't have um, had personal feelings behind, you know, whatever I'm doing, it would have been strategic, Mm -hmm. whatever I was doing as far as who I'm going to, who I'm going to battle. So, you know, Right. I can't blame her. I cannot blame her. It was just, you know, she just let her emotions get the best of her, and in the end, I won.
0: What was what was the mood like? Like after y- you personally, you personally send Emily home. Was it weird being around the other people after that?
1: <laughs> oh, Caesar was hurt. Now, yes, he was. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, it was weird. It was weird. Um, but Julia and, um, Bowen, they knew I wasn't going home. Everybody else was like, no, she's going home. She's going home. Those two were like, nope, she's not going home today. So with everybody else, I think, um, things got a little bit more quiet, you know, Mm -hmm. after that, just a little bit, but not like bad to the point where people weren't
0: speaking to me. No, that's good. I wasn't sure because like the very next episode, your final episode on the show. Yeah. And and we talked about this in our previous in our previous uh, conversation, but that there seemed to be a sort of a change in your energy. Uh and I didn't know if it was just something in the way that, you know, you had been edited that day or maybe there you you hadn't felt anything, but you had mentioned that that there was an actual change in your energy and that you thought that that might have led to your elimination. I'm just hoping you can talk a little bit about that because it seemed so so wild that you had this outrageous episode where you <laughs> you go toe to toe, you send somebody home, and then next thing you know, you're gone. And uh, I'm well, ho-
1: it was another. Ep- it was a, it, there was another episode after. Was that. there? Oh, then I might be getting confused because
0: of the double episodes and the way that they had. Yeah, served.
1: it was a tag team, and then it was the following episode. Uh, okay, my uh, apologies.
0: My apologies.
1: But my energy, it was different. Um, I would say after the challenge, I changed a little. Mm. It was, I was trying so hard to study. Um, when we got, when we were able to choose, I guess, who, who, well, I'm sorry, Bowen was able to choose whomever he wanted on his team. Mm. I love Bowen. I was just like, shit. And and I know we could have did good, but um, our team, you know, we want, we didn't have the best communication, you know, and I knew that sure. going in. You know, but going was my friend and I wasn't going to give him that same heat, you know, that I gave everybody else. And I know that that sounds unfair and I'm admitting that it is, you <laughs> know, and that's why you don't get feelings involved when you're in competition. Mm-hmm. You know, but I just didn't do it to him. So I just made sure that I was just going to try to pick up whatever pieces, you know, right. that needed to be picked up at the time. Um, but my energy going into the kitchen for the elimination challenge, yeah. it was really different because that was the first time throughout the competition where i even had a thought that i could go home. I don't care how many times you saw me in the bottom, i never felt that. Mm-hmm. That day it was different.
0: Weird. What so, was it about that yeah. what 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 do you think led to that suddenly um suddenly you opening your mind to the possibility of you going home? Anything in particular happen or did it just creep up on you?
1: Um I don't think that I was as focused as I was originally,
0: mm.
1: probably for the few things that had happened, but ha ha ha, you should have never deleted the other tape, you would have got that juicy. I
0: know, <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> well, it, I can't rub it know, in my it face. Happened.
1: And, and it, just, it just changed my vibe, just a little bit.
0: Oh man. <laughs>
1: um...
0: You guys I, will
1: never know. <laughs> I know, I know. It's
0: totally lost to the time like oh it was so <laughs> I was so upset. You have no idea. When I found you, out... you
1: remembered, but you guys will never know. <laughs> yeah.
0: As soon as I as soon as we hung up, uh when we were when after we were done our first conversation, I realized what had happened mm-hmm. and I and I went outside and I had to walk around the block in the rain for a couple of for a couple of a couple of circuits around the block. I was just so like disturbed, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to tell her? And you were super cool about it.
1: <laughs> well, I'm a super cool person, but when I'm working or competing, I'm a super bitch.
0: Oh, wow. so, you know, that's just it. <laughs> um, I am really curious about what uh-huh. when when you get eliminated from MasterChef and you say your goodbyes and you walk out the 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 doors to, from the MasterChef kitchen and they close behind you what happens next
1: (laughs) ha 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 you won't get that information from me now the next person you interview you will probably get that from but (laughs) once we walk out that door we're out that door (laughs) all
0: right all right that's fair that's fair you're good you're i'm sure the producers love you for this and uh, most of the people sometimes (laughs) sometimes we're doing interviews with people and i'm thinking in my mind there is you should not be telling us this you should not be telling us. do yeah. you think? I know, it's pretty um, crazy. But
1: I guess people don't pay attention to their contract, yeah. so you
0: know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I
1: haven't
0: <laughs> so I want to take a little bit of a shift again here. And uh, Stacy came up with a game uh, for, for us to play, and it's called uh, Pony No Pony. And basically, okay, right. yeah, like ponytail or no ponytail. So pony, no pony.
1: Okay, okay.
0: okay. Now I'm going to give you a, a master chef personality, and uh, I'd like you to tell us if you think uh, you can say whatever you'd like about them. They can, you know, whatever whatever comes to mind is totally, uh, you know, if you, if you have any thoughts about this person, go ahead and lay it out. But then, if you could finish it with whether or not uh, they could rock. A ponytail in the like a, the same as yours basically a long uh, a huge long ponytail <laughs> so
1: it's, it's oh my god you guys are evil <laughs>
0: so it's pony no pony
1: Good. we right
0: we're gonna start with a friend of yours ralph
1: okay i knew you guys were gonna do that you are so evil i love ralph to death he is such a sweetheart he's a teddy bear we're kind of like that distant brother and sister relationship. So I'm going to give this guy a pony, but on his beard. Oh. Because he doesn't have any hair on his head.
0: Right on, right on. So Ralph gets a pony. <laughs> All right. How about. He
1: can rock it. Uh,
0: the America's Next Master Chef, Jerron. Pony, no pony. All
1: right. Jerron, he's an amazing guy. I love that guy. Um... Uh, like he deserved this. Um, if not anybody else, he deserved it. He worked hard. Um, he was very humble, sweet. Uh, you know, tried to work with everyone, um, but then stood his ground at the same time. So I'm going to say he can rock that pony because he deserves to rock that sexiness.
0: Right. Oh, right on. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Just uh, my favorite. One of my favorite moments of the whole season was when they mm-hmm. revealed uh, that they when they had surprised them with their loved ones. And mm-hmm. and Geron coming out of the pantry, he sees his fiancee, and he he like almost collapses. He takes a knee. Did
1: you see that big guy?
0: Oh, it was oh. amazing!
1: It makes me cry. <laughs> but that's nice. yeah.
0: All right, I, I like uh, this next uh, person is a huge friend of our show, and the person that I think wow. really mm, greased a lot of the wheels for us talking to a lot of the competitors this season. And that is Junie.
1: Mm, I know Junie. who that is. Right? That's yeah. Junie. Pony. Name. Pony no pony. With little, Junie's little spicy self. Um, you know, me and Junie, we didn't, we got along, but then like, you know how you, you're standing next to a pretty girl and you're pretty and you're like, eh, okay, that's how we were towards each other. And then after that challenge, when he got all up in his feelings and stuff and everything was over, we got a chance to speak and he was a good person about it. He was very, very honest about how he felt and, you know, and being apologetic about what happened. So I'm going to give that guy a pony, but he can rock his to the back.
0: (laughs) Nice. Fantastic. (laughs) Okay. And uh, I had a chance to talk to this (laughs) person. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, She's America's sweetheart. She's off to culinary Um, school. And that is young Samantha Daly, Pony No Pony.
1: I like Samantha. And Samantha is not. No, let me stop. What? <laughs> Samantha is a sweetheart. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Samantha is a sweetheart, uh, but she's very honest, you know, and you have to appreciate that from people these days. <laughs> so I'm going to give her a pony as well because she deserved that pony.
0: Fantastic. Wow. Yeah. this is These are ponies yeah. across the board. <laughs>
1: She's good in my book. She's good in my book. I love it. See, I don't I don't dislike a lot of people. It's just a (laughs) few. That's right.
0: (laughs) Um, all right, and I think a former roommate of yours, Julia, pony no pony.
1: Come on. I love (laughs) Julia. You know, you got two strong women, even though we got into that little that little thing you know when we were cooking for the kids you know things happen and i you know i i got over it so i'm gonna give her a pony as well because you know she can really rock it look at her come on that black leather come on with those high boots <laughs> if nobody else can rock it she can
0: absolutely wow so that's five across the board now now we have to, uh-huh. we've talked a lot about these next two but we, uh-huh. we have to touch base on them uh uh-huh. caesar pony no pony <clears throat>
1: No, he cannot rock a pony because he just doesn't deserve to look that good. I'm sorry. No. no. And, and And because, in the words of Bowen, I don't like you. <laughs> that was one of my
0: favorite moments of the entire season was Bowen whispering to Caesar, I do not like you.
1: You should have saw me on my living room couch. I was, like, clapping so hard. I was like, that's my Bowen. Let him go. <laughs>
0: Um, <laughs> uh, we we have to talk about uh, the woman you sent home, Emily Pony No Pony. Mm-mm, mm-mm,
1: mm-mm.
0: Yep.
1: Mm-mm.
0: that's a no pony for Emily. All right, let's let's kick it up a notch. Aron,
1: <laughs> Aron, you wanna give Aron a pony? <laughs> okay, I see, I see. And Aron, he can get a pony. Aron, he can rock it no. any day.
0: I believe it. I believe it. No shirt, tattoos out, long pony. Yo,
1: with the tattoos. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. He could just get a tattoo of the ponytail coming off the back of his head down his back.
1: You know what? You're genius. Genius. <laughs> and it's a wrap around the leg. Come on. Oh,
0: wow. That's a long one.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: Um, we have to talk about Joe, pony and a pony.
1: Why are you going to do Joe like that? You guys are so evil. Joe Joe deserved to rock a pony, but you know what? I'll rock the pony for him and be right next to him. Like I got you. You know, I got this. Y'all don't <laughs> be doing Joe like that.
0: That's great. <laughs> and uh of course of course we have to end with GR himself.
1: The G R. The G R. Okay. Um, yes, that guy deserves a blonde pony, all right? <laughs> yeah. But, not like all the way to the top, but you know, like, what do you call those rat tails in the back? No, okay, I don't want to say rat tail, but when they used to have those mullets and then they used to have that little braid in the back, that plait that's going down, you know what I'm talking about? I,
0: I don't know. Like, Is that like from Star he should Wars? should be down
1: there at the bottom. Okay, since coming to America, right? Mm-hmm. When he first came to America and then he went to the barbershop and he had to cut off his little braid that was hanging on the back that part. You're going to google it when we get off and then you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I,
0: I I am the one thing I can remember about coming to America is the uh is the song that the guy sings when mm. his when he's being presented when when Eddie Murphy's being like presented his bride, is that right?
1: Yes, and if I could sing it, I would do it right now, but I don't want to embarrass myself uh, on this podcast with all your viewers
0: I will I will, just cl- one talent
1: I, don't have? I
0: will just cut it into this episode right here we don't have to sing it they can hear it um, uh Shanika, you refer to yourself often jokingly or I, well I don't know you can tell me uh I would say lovingly is the better word for it you refer to yourself lovingly as the female Gordon Ramsay what
1: the female version of Gordon the Ramsay the female version yes. of um, Gordon I Ramsay think- I do because I aspire, I aspire to be just as great as this guy one day. And it is not only because of his career in television or his culinary career. It is him all around as a person and a human being. Like this guy does a lot for a lot of people and you don't even really notice it because everybody's like, Oh, he's such an asshole. And it's like, I want to be that I want to be able to provide. I want to be able to pursue my dreams, live them. And you know, just to be able to be great, very aggressive, different <laughs> in my field, you know, and just bold and confident, and that's just who this guy is, you know. Um, is it should po- I aspire to be like a woman chef? Maybe, but I don't see what the difference is.
0: Sure, sure, that's fair. What What do you think? Is it Is it possible to be uh, to to be a a Gordon Ramsay without being in in food?
1: Uh no you I, I you, what, you need to be in food what are you talking about I guess I guess my question is
0: is there something quintessential Gordon Ramsay that goes beyond simply being a chef is there like could you be the Gordon Ramsay of event promotion or the Gordon Ramsay of master chef podcasting
1: No no I'm going to be the Gordon Ramsay a female chef Already and I'm going to be one of the greatest you just watch, and you're going to go like maybe some years from now, maybe like five, six, seven. You're going to say, This girl said she was going to do it because I am, and I know I am. I'm going to build empire. I am going to get myself a freaking Michelin star. Whoa. Period. I love it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because I believe that I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes motivation comes from when you see someone else and where they came from and their story. And you see like, well hmm, it's inspiring. I feel and believe that I can do that too. So it's just something to look up to to keep me pushing. You know, that this is where this guy started. He wasn't always who he was. But this is who he created himself to be because he believed that he could do it.
0: hmm Chills, Shandiga. I believe it. I believe oh, it. Sorry. I believe every word you I believe every word you say. Like, like I, I have no I believe it too. Yeah, I have no doubt. I have no doubt at all. What uh, I it, it too. when you uh, let's just fan- let's just fantasize for a moment. So let's uh, seven years from now, Shanika, Michelin star. What what well, do you what do you envision like what that restaurant could be? What, when you when you when you project your mind into the future, what kind of food are you serving?
1: Uh, I believe that I will be serving a. Fusion of, I would believe, Cuban, Bahamian, Jamaican, like just island food, everything, all of the cultures that I've grown up with in uh, Miami and South Florida because we're so diverse down here. Mm-hmm. And I would want to merge that into into something and create something amazing, um, but more on an elevated level, you know, sure. something that we are familiar with and taste, but it's just like, oh, my God, it's just so amazing and look, Is there you a- know, because you've got to be feeling like
0: yeah, is there you got to keep it sexy. Is there a lot of uh, I've never been to Miami. Um but uh is there a lot of elevated um Caribbean uh influenced food there now?
1: Well, no, not as elevated as it could be. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do have our uh Japanese restaurants. We have our seafood restaurants. Mm-hmm. And these things are amazing. Um we have some that are trying to get there, but we I have not seen one in Miami yet. I'm not going to say we don't have. Mm. I have not been to one in Miami yet that serves that specific type of food that I'm talking about mm-hmm. on that level. Um other than I believe Gloria Estefan's restaurant, but it's still not what I'm thinking because right. I'm still thinking that level with it.
0: Gloria Estefan has a restaurant.
1: Yes. Oh. I can't be promoting anybody else but the GR. Don't be doing me like that. You see how you got me all in the zone?
0: No worries. No worries. I don't think anybody's going to come across from this and be like, you know what? Shanika said she wants to be the next uh, Gloria Estefan. That she changed. I don't know what happened.
1: I know, right? Like, wait, is it Gordon or Gloria? <laughs> it's Gordon. It's always been Gordon.
0: <laughs> so, uh, the, so do you consider yourself sort of like a, Car- a Caribbean chef then? Is that that's sort of where you take your, your cooking? Because I don't know if that really came out when watching the show that you no. had that style.
1: No, I'm not. I'm not. Mm. Um, my, my roots are honestly were, was food, mm-hmm. But because of my passion and me wanting uh, to pursue this trophy and becoming the next master chef, mm-hmm. um, it has taught me and, and forced me to um, open my mind to different things. So right now, I don't even have, an exact signature because I cook everything. I'll be up in there cooking some French food. Mm-hmm. I'll be cooking some Latin food. I'll be cooking some American food. I'll be cooking some Jamaican food. I just cook.
0: Right. right. I
1: just push myself and test myself because I want to know, I want to learn everything. Mm-hmm. So I try it all. I don't limit myself.
0: Um, Shannon, again, uh do you have it? I think that there's lots of people out there that are, you know, uh, are in the process of auditioning or are, you know, or always thinking about, you know, auditioning for, for master chef, do you have any advice for people um, who are interested in, in, in going in there and putting themselves out there and and trying to get on the show?
1: Yes. One, make sure you know how to cook. Two, two, be yourself. Um, I can't, I can't express that enough. Be yourself. They don't want you being anybody else, but you, they don't want fake, they don't want you being extra. They don't want you being too shy. I mean, they want you being you. Whoever you are, be that person and show that as much as you can when you are in the like the presence of someone in that casting room.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. I think people so, are, yeah, that's what I can give them. I think that's great, great advice for sure. But just before we, we finish up, uh, I have to ask you, what happens on October 23rd?
1: Ha ha, you guys got to wait on it. That's the second October time I've 23rd. asked you. Because this is the second him. interview, but,
0: and you still haven't told me.
1: <laughs> okay, listen. It is my mom's birthday. My mom is no longer with us. Right. Uh, God bless her soul. But because of this significant date, and it's so important to me, I will be introducing birthing something else. Oh. So you guys just play around and look out for
0: 1023. And, uh,. I, I'm. I've no doubt that we will be, ha- will be. There'll be a lot of people listening who are uh, from the Miami community. Oh, if they want to stay uh, connected to you, how should they follow you on social media? What's the best? What's the best place for them to connect with you?
1: The best place yeah. first is Instagram. That username is Cookin' After Dark. C O O K I N A F T E R D A R K. And my Twitter, Chef Shanika, and that is how you guys find me. Awesome. Yes. And are we gonna Shanica.
0: and are we gonna find out what happens on October twenty third before October twenty third, or should we be tuning into those things on October twenty
1: third? Listen, you never know. No. May you repeat? I may not. <laughs> i am a team. You never know what's going on in the world of Shannika on the Shannika show, right? Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's, that's right. Part. That's right. <laughs> uh, Shannika, thanks again for doing for doing this. It's been uh, it's been great. We've got I've got to talk to you for almost you know almost two and a half hours now. This has been fantastic. So I definitely feel like we're pals. I hope you one day make your way to Vancouver, Canada, and that you let us know you're coming. We'll take you out on the town. I promise.
1: All right, I will see you guys whenever I'm up in Vancouver, Canada. Is it cold
0: up there Um, it's getting cold, it's getting cold.
1: It's it's getting cold, Mm -hmm. okay. Not when it's cold, but I'll come (laughs) one of these seasons. (laughs) Fantastic,
0: fantastic, Shannon. Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome, Mac. Uh, It was great. I'm sorry I couldn't be like so extra like the last time. See, that's why you gotta get me. I know. I give you everything. When I have time to think about it, I'm like, wait, what? No, it's
0: good. It's good. No, this was this was fantastic. And and honestly, like, I don't even think I'm gonna have to edit this at all. It was pretty much just oh. totally gold. Like it was, it's, it was polished from head to toe. So just like
1: Shannon a professional.
0: There you go. <laughs> Boom and awesome. Well, I'll, I'll let you go. I know it's super late where you are. Thanks again so much. Yeah. Good luck with everything. Keep us. Uh, let us know what's going on. If you need anything from us, you just let us know.
1: All right, tell the crew is said hey, and thank you guys so much for having me. You got it. Good night. Good night.